<laughs> of course it is. I just feel like we're in a wind tunnel, but it's all right. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Not going in and out good. <coughs> Hello, 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 everyone. Okay, here's right, because our internet has been down for the last four days. Today's the fifth day. It is like fifth day on new planet Earth. <laughs> right? We have nothing. We're not allowed to have anything. We're scorned. <laughs> That's how it feels for real, though. Um, yeah, I know we decided to do an impromptu live today. But it's because we just feel awful. We can't post our episode. We can't do none of that. So I figured we'd come on here and have a little chit-chat about all the things that have been kind of going on in the background. Look at us all coming in here already. Hello, Patty. Hello, Lisa. You know, this weekend, tomorrow, we're supposed to turn the clocks back. I think it's already started. We're back to 1991 when we didn't have any internet. Yeah, it seems like a, it seems like a, you know, going back in time for sure. Oh my goodness. Um, so I did want to touch on a few thousand different things, but first and foremost, I want to talk about this one more time because those people that may be listening, <laughs> they, they need to be educated on this. So uh, first and foremost, guys, Landon and I, as much, I mean, I think if we worked for Podbean, it'd probably run a little smoother, but that's just my opinion. Um, but we do not work for Podbean. We simply have our podcast through Podbean, right? So, like, we can post our podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes. We, It's, like, all set up through Podbean, and then they extend it out to these other places. But Podbean is where our podcast is. But like I said, we don't own it. So if you have any technical issues, yes, me, Landon, Catherine, all of our mods, even members that are constantly messaging or saying things are always there to help. If you're having a simple issue with your Podbean, if you can't access the patron, there are 90, I'd say 95% of the time we can fix the issue very quickly. Now there is that 5% that have had to contact Podbean's tech support they just fill out a ticket, put their email address in, and then Podbean normally gets back within two to five business days. And if they don't, send another ticket in. That's the best suggestion we can do. Um, I cannot constantly be helping people fix their Podbean. We've had a couple of disgruntled people <laughs> coming at me on TikTok because I have not been able to, or I have responded, they just don't like my responses, and then making accusations about how I'm not helping, when in fact that is absolutely not true. So I just wanted to put that out there for anyone listening who has issues with Podbean, please just know we're trying our hardest. I cannot talk to the spirits, investigate the cases, write up the podcast episode, uh, record the podcast, upload the podcast, set up all the you know, next content for the podcast and also help every single patron. Like, it's just not humanly possible. Alrighty. <laughs> Yay, Colton's here. Oh, 
Facebook group that we have so much help there. We have uh, we have at least like 10 to 15 different mods there that also can answer questions, help out and whatnot. So we can't do it all, guys. I wish we could, but we really can't. So that is like the main thing, like come to the group, like make sure you're following the group because if you ever do have issues, be there. We can't really have a rod bean and we can't, you know, of course. Yes. Um, yes, so that was the first thing we wanted to talk about with you guys. The second thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today was my really crazy experience in Walmart today. So obviously, Landon and I need to go grocery shopping. So that's probably the only time we get to get out of the house, at least lately anyway. And uh, so we went to Walmart, grabbed a few groceries, and I had seen this little baby. I'd say she was about six months old. You just know the age because when you've been a mom, you see a kid, you know what age they are. At least when they're little, little, at least for me anyway. And um, so there's a little girl and her mom and they were shopping. I think she also had a, a sister and the sister also had a kid too, but they were all kind of hanging out shopping together. And I seen this, I seen two men and they were kind of like, I don't know. It was like I was picking up on their thoughts. Um, they, this one guy, like I, like I said, I cannot pinpoint whose exact thoughts it was. It was between these two men, but I felt this man like going, if I just grab her quickly, mom won't notice, like just having these impure thoughts of just taking this child. And it scared the bejesus out of me. But luckily, I seen mom and sister and sister's baby and the little baby all drive away, not being followed, which is great. But oh my God, it was super intense. Um, I do not like that. But I'm glad that I have that ability because if I ever do need to use it in an emergency, I will. I wasn't going to do anything and freak the mother out for no reason. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we obviously, if we seen him do something, uh, you know, we would know exactly what he looked like. We can probably run after him, chase him down, something like that in that case. But uh, that's only obviously if something happened. Or just about to happen. Like I was keeping an eye on this kid and mom. Uh, it was a woman, Miss DIY, who was in Walmart with her baby. And I just felt this guy, like a couple, there was two men. I couldn't figure it out. Could have been both of them, honestly. Because they, were, they weren't together, but they were shopping very closely together. So they could have been trying. Well, to... that's what they do. They scout out, right? When they're out places, they'll go in as like a team and then they scout out how many kids they can get or a kid and then they all kind of work together like we're going to take this kid type of thing uh, so definitely could be a partner uh, with him god that makes me even more scared that's probably why i couldn't figure out which one of the two it was but uh anyways it was probably well i remember uh too long ago my friend talking about uh there was like this group of people driving around in this like uh it was like a old school like electric van and then just like, and just taking it. It was like through them, and then they sent a note as well to go act like she lost her child and go and like grab them. Oh my God, that is god awful. Um, but yes, I know I was freaking out too. But luckily, like mom was able to get away. Luckily, nothing like that happened. But honestly, I lost sight of those two men. 
Um, I know they were still in Walmart when we left, so, um, but I also don't want to sound like a crazy lady, like, hey, everybody, watch out for this person, right? But the good news is, is if anything does happen in this area, I could definitely come forward and be like, yep, I know exactly what they look like. I took a mental note. Um, both of them had, like, uh, which is, this is the thing that made me think really, I was really confused about. So, obviously, we're in the hot right now. Ain't nobody wearing leather jackets. These Both of these men were wearing leather jackets, leather, leather, leather jackets that were like half, half jackets. They weren't even full jackets. It reminded me of my dad in the 80s. Both had wet, combed over hair. Um, and then the one guy was wearing jeans and the other guy was wearing like um, track pants or whatever. The one guy that was wearing the jeans was wearing those like alligator crocodile shoes. And then the track pants dude had the running shoes on white running shoes on. So I was like, made sure I took a mental note of them just in case something did happen. Stuck out in the crowd. Like, like you said, nobody's wearing leather jackets. This isn't the 80s. It's not that cold to be wearing a leather jacket. Um, but yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but I just had to share that information with you guys because it just it spooked me today. But, you know, it's also part of the, it's also part of the, you know, the job, right? Some sort of ways. It's great because I'm getting more information as time progresses. Even on days like today is a non-reading day. I'm still getting information, which is good. So I'm happy about that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is... Landon and I want to eventually create like an organization, something where we can have many different people, not just me, Landon, Catherine, and, you know, our tech support or whatnot. Like we want to have people come together and like work as a team to kind of like save kids. And yes, cold cases, of course, but also current day things too, eventually down the line. Like that's something we want to do in the future. But um, that's our goal and I hope we can get there. So we just got to keep sharing, sharing, sharing and listening, listening, listening. <laughs> yeah, we definitely think like, <coughs> sure, like Liz's gift, like no offense to anybody who's like missing like personal people that have passed on. No offense to any of those people, but Liz's like gift is much greater than that and should be used for something much greater than just getting to people's past on loved ones. It should be used more for like this, like finding people, trying to find missing people, trying to, uh, you know, solve some of these cases. So we really need this podcast to get up and go so we can start doing that. Cause we were watching a show last night and it was similar to what we wanted to do and like Liz said, we want to have like a whole group of people uh, involved in it. So we're going to try to figure out how to make this type of organization uh, become a reality here very shortly. <laughs> and Catherine just wrote, because we just covered um, the patron side of things, so but Catherine made a note and I want to make this note as well. She says, please, for the love of Christ, make sure you guys keep your patron info up to date. So many patrons are losing access and patron privileges. Change your card when you know it's been needing to be changed. Update your email if you need to, etc., etc. So yes, thank you, Catherine. And can't be more true. People need justice for sure. Absolutely, Colton. Absolutely. 
even for instance alicia navarro right like this is a kid that in my opinion like i'm going to talk about this a little bit more um she i feel like she could have been easily found because she had all this information on her computer she was talking to this guy online if the people had taken one minute to just comb through all of her information they could have got that kid back at home not with this guy grooming her for the last four years do you know what i'm saying and it's bullshit. and i remember putting that video out there saying there's a predator who has this kid and i know for a fact that people sent that video to whomever so you think somebody would fucking look into it do something anything they just don't and and that's what drives me nuts is like this could have prevented her from being groomed by this guy and being saved and not have to worry because obviously the guy didn't physically hurt her you know he didn't kill her but he did take her away from her family and train her to hate them you know like Oh, this shit drives me crazy. So we want to prevent all those things from happening. I want to have like a private, like we want to work like kind of like that show, The Found. We want to work with the kids that fall through the cracks. We're not talking about the Gabby Petito cases or even the Jean Benet. I, I know we covered her, but we're, I'm talking about like the kids that don't get the attention, like Jelani Day, for instance. And I'm, I hate to bring this up, but it's so true. Gabby Petito and Jelani Day went missing in and about the same time. Gabby Petito got all the attention, even though, and, and no offense to Gabby, because I understand that there is a lot of trauma when it comes to being stolen by uh, boyfriends and whatnot, but she understood where she was getting, she understood what she was getting herself into. She understood that dude was crazy. Yes, was she taken from him? Yes, but Jelani Day was an educated kid who was be going to become something incredible one day and he just vanished he didn't do nothing wrong he just vanished and he got nothing and even still nothing the mom is the one working the case which is absolute garbage and I would love to have been there to help uh, you know the mom out take some pressure off of her and help with finding her son and everything because like you know Liz mentioned this was something that kind of kept me up because kept me up last night thinking about this because we've we heard this on our TikTok, like, oh, are you guys going to do Gabby Petito? No, we're not going to do Gabby Petito. We've been saying from the very beginning we're not going to. She got way too much media coverage, in my opinion. Um, you know, she had the media all over, every state, everywhere. She had the FBI involved on her case. She had even Dog the Bounty Hunter on her case. Like, she got so much help, and unfortunately, like sad what happened to her i totally agree it was totally sad but she also was a willing participant in that she wasn't stolen. like liz said she didn't just like get up and someone randomly stole her she went with her boyfriend who she knew was crazy and we've read all the letters from his journal her journal i mean i've read them all it was like they both knew they were toxic for each other but they stayed in that relationship so it's like she went along with the process you know Jelani day he it, his case was super sad and got no media coverage. We didn't even know about this case until it actually came. Uh, yes, Landon's 
totally choppy. I just told him to exit out and come back in because his phone just went <clears throat> in total. You know, his his mom's probably around. That's probably what happened. But or <laughs> Eileen's kind of screwing around with it. We're also outside. But <clears throat> anyway, um, did you restart your whole phone? I would restart your whole phone. Anyway, center, oh my god, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of what we want to focus more on than anything else. Like, when we first started our podcast, we had a lot of people ask for celebrities, and I totally understand the fascination with certain celebrities. Like, I also have my own fascination, but I'm, we're only going to do those cases, like, as bonuses in the future. They're not going to be our focus anymore because I feel like I spent so much time doing celebrity cases that I could have done all these other unsolved cases. So we've learned from that, and we're moving on from that, too. Um, like I said, only the, only the sometimes we will do that one. Um, okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about is, Je was it Jess, Jennifer? Jennifer Kessie, thank you. So... I don't know if I had told you guys last time, but basically Landon and I were driving through and we decided to stop in to see what we can find on this Jennifer Kessie thing because I had felt her asking for help. So he and I had gone to her condo unit, not yes, condo unit to see if we could pick anything up. Now, obviously this unit, this, this condo location is like gated so we couldn't go in it, but we did go across the street, which was close enough in my opinion. And then basically Jennifer took us on all these little stops. Like she's like, okay, we stopped here for a moment. This is when he transported me to his other vehicle. Then from there, she's like, uh, he took me to his family home, which she did not take me there. She told me that it was not safe, that, um, my life and Landon's life could definitely be in jeopardy, so we, we skipped that step, and I don't think I would have gone there anyway. I'm not like a superhero or anything. If I had some muscle, like, you know, like, to take care of that, sure, all right. If, when we have a team, like, when we have an actual team, when it's not just me and Landon, we can do that, you know, but anyways, we, the home was probably about, I'd say, a 15-minute drive from where they put Jennifer's body and I feel like they had Jennifer like captive like held captive for quite a while because dude didn't because he got rejected by her he didn't like that and he held her there and then she wasn't submitting to him she wasn't giving him what he wanted so he got bored and I think he like accidentally killed her I don't know how yet. I will figure that out somewhere. I just keep seeing her chained up. Uh, perhaps he didn't give her water. She might have been dehydrated, something along those lines, but she was kept in a basement. So when he came, because I think he ignored her for like a good week, when he came and realized it, he took her body and he tried to bury it. But kind of like the moms from uh, Duke Flores, the dogs were digging up the body, so they had to take the body elsewhere. Now, the home that I'm seeing is a rental property. Oh, did you, are you in there now? Okay. 
Hello, there we go. Talk. Hello, you sound better so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, so she had shown me the water and when we were getting to the water, she was like showing me, it was making me sick. Like they took green garbage bags, put her in the green garbage bags. Um, I, I, she was small enough to fit in one but I feel like they put a second one on top of her. Like, she was already gone at this point. Um, she had um, all her clothing items that he had taken, including her panties, like Ick. He kept all of those things as rewards, and I think he put her naked body in the water. And I know, it's absolutely insane. And then from there... Um, he he backed up a boat it was not his boat i think the boat he had was like uh cousins of his or something they did this at like two or three in the morning now this particular area is now watched by security but it wasn't back then and the security that watch it even now i don't feel like they're there 24 7. i feel like they're there maybe three or four times a week budget cuts you know so I don't feel like they're watching that water too much. But I've also been told by her that she's not the only body in there. Depending on how she passed away, like in the position, I mean, that she passed away, when she was kept rigor mortis set in, eventually maybe that's the reason why they couldn't bury her because of the way she was Like what if she was in like fetal position or crouched like at a certain position and like her hands were sticking up or something like that would be hard somebody passes away yeah that's very possible that's very true like the rigor mortis yeah yeah water because easily you know that water's infested with alligators and crocodiles so you know they'll eat away at that they don't care because you know it's it's fresh meat to them makes total sense um and as we got closer to the water i was feeling like her death like she my throat was burning which that's kind of why i feel like she was dehydrated because she was showing me like her throat was burning her throat was burning her throat was burning and her arms were hurting and she had like like her shackles right like and there were kids there were kids in the house like she showed me that there were kids that had socks on their feet there were like two or three boys and running back and forth constantly <clears throat> and then they would come downstairs and then the brother would or whoever it was the cousin romeo um would be like no get out of there but like she would try to get these kids to help her right because <clears throat> they didn't understand what the hell's going on and uh she shows me all of these crazy things that took place in this house like and there's at least nine or ten adults living in that house <clears throat> and i believe that out of the ten people eight of them are undocumented so that doesn't even include the children that are in there too but uh yeah and though they everyone just put their nose to it pretend like they didn't know anything it's it's freaking crazy Yes, Miss DIY, that's what rigor mortis is. It's when the body starts hardening and the muscles start, you know, contracting, they stay stuck where they are almost like turning to stone almost basically. 
yep, I've had a few family members where their mouths or, you know, their hands were like a certain way and then, you know, they'd have to put them a certain way and you just hear the bones breaking because they have to move them. Um, but it makes sense for them to be undocumented a lot. That makes a lot of sense for um, that type of uh, situation that she was put in. Um, the the burning of the throat, I know like after a week of not being having any food or any water, your body starts like eating itself from the inside. So probably anything that was left in her stomach, the, any stomach acid could be, you know, coming up, burning her throat and whatnot. It is so sad. Like, and that makes sense to me. It It's terrible. Like, and the, I normally get details from spirits. I do. And, but now, like, to me, this was, like, just confirmation that the closer I am, the, like, I, I can literally, so the spirits normally show me images. What I was able to do with Jennifer was I was able to sit in her position and literally be her and see all of this shit happening around me. And that's what was, like, messing me up on the video. And even more so now. Like, so, I know that I'll never go back in that area ever again. Because holy hell. Um, but I want to continue to keep doing cases like that. So, you guys will see that happen more on TikTok. All over the place. So, just keep keep an eye on that. We're going to do as much as we possibly can. And hopefully, we can make something happen. And also, I forgot to mention as well... After I had posted that video, somebody had reached out to me on TikTok, which is why I've kind of left the comments, the messages open, at least to people that are mutual friends. Because sometimes people give me information and it's like, oh my God, thank you. Anyways, this woman told me that she had listened to a podcast about Jennifer Kessie and there had been given a tip, and I believe this tip had been given to the police in the past, that Jennifer's body was in the exact same place that I had suggested her body was in, where it was. And obviously no one's looked into that. So I'm hoping by us putting all this information out there that they do something about it, put some pressure on them. A lot of people keep saying to me, have you actually helped with cases? You know what? I have no idea if I've actually, like, yes, I've helped with cases, but I have no idea if the information that I'm putting on this podcast is helping or not. Who knows? They may be taking my advice on certain things, maybe looking at certain things, because things have been getting solved here, left, right, and center. So I'm thinking maybe not necessarily just mine, but maybe it opened up eyes. Maybe people are coming forward. So not, no one's telling me they are. You know what I mean? So it's possible. Because everybody else wants the credit, though, right? Which is another big reason why, like, we get this question often, uh, are we going to work with the police? Probably not. Um, why don't we want to work for the police? As we said many times in the past, there's usually always a dirty cop or many. Uh, the cops will never give us the credit for it. They will take the full credit for it. Um, and I'm just not about that. If we're the ones who find the body or we find the leads, we want to get the recognition for that. I don't want the police to get it. You didn't do your job, which is why we interfered and started doing this ourselves. Um, that's the main thing. But uh, I just don't think that they would, like, you know, when they're given information, they don't want to look into it. They've give, been given information plenty of times, and they don't want to look into it because it's not something that they feel is credible. So that's why we want to start our own thing. We want to start our own firm for that. 
like specific reasons so that we can actually take all the tips, find all the things we can find out and potentially bring these people home faster. Absolutely. So yay, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys all about today. So, um, but other than that, uh, did you guys have any questions about current cases or anything like that? Please let me know in the comment section. Um, I'm waiting for your comments to come in, but I did want to mention as well, um, Chris Creamer and Lisanne Foon is the next episode that we're covering. I've already completed that episode, but sadly, because our internet's not working, we can't upload it. But no matter what, we're going to do the hotspot thing on Monday if we still don't have our internet. So fingers crossed all that goes well. Um, then we have Kathleen. Goodness, what is that one? I keep forgetting what this one is always, but it's one that I'm like so invested in. Exactly, Colton. That's another big reason. Like, the police would never take us seriously. They never have taken psychics seriously. Uh, but that's another thing. Like, I've been telling Liz for a long time that I think that she can do it if she was there. She doesn't have, like, super faith in her. She does now, but before we did the Jennifer Kessie, she was like, I don't know if I can do it. And I kept reminding her when she was in the same town as Rory Hache that, like, she was able to pick up all this information about it. And she was right on that. And then now we go to the Jennifer Kessie thing, like, and she was able to feel all this. So that's why I say, like, she is meant for something bigger. She is meant for bigger than just doing the normal everyday readings for people who've had people pass on. Like, she's, she can find these people. I know she can. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, Kathleen Peterson, and if you guys don't know about that case, she is the woman um, that her husband claims fell down the stairs. And, uh... We're going to be talking about that case. I literally cannot wait. These are one of my favorite type of cases to come across because there's so much to say. She's like angry and scorn and pissed off. So she wants to talk. Alyssa Turney is a case that Landon brought forward. We're going to be covering Epstein's Island Part 2. This is going to be a very emotional episode because it is all about the, the victims. There are connections to sex trafficking. There are connections to a death that a few of these elite, I don't even like calling them that, <laughs> these elite have, uh, you know, hidden before. Many times over, actually, from what I gather. And then, of course, we're going to be covering Shanann Watts because there's a lot going on there lately that is driving me crazy. And uh, we need to have this conversation, especially surrounding his girlfriend at the time. So that's what's coming. Well, Kimmy, uh, she literally just answered that question for you. ask when will uh, we get Epstein part two. We will be doing it this month. We will be doing it in November, probably closer to the later end of November, but it will be out this month. We'll be diving into that. There is a lot of celebrities, unfortunately, involved in this Epstein thing. We probably will not be able to get through all of them, but we will definitely pinpoint the main ones that were mainly involved in more of the handings, not so much like people who like went to the island one time like no uh 
people make mistakes, right? They go to the island, then they see what it's about, and they're like, uh, F this, and they get the fuck out of there. And they're like, I don't want to be part of that. We're talking people who visited multiple times. That, well, we also will not be covering that part until part three. That is the part three. I've been taking my time with that one. That one is, is scary, if I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be naming people, and it freaks me right out. So... That one will probably not come out until, like, February, March-ish. <laughs> I, I, there's a time and a place. Like, um, a little buzzard has to go off in my head saying, yes, you can post this now. And I haven't got the okay on that one yet. So don't worry. It will come, though, one day. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is we've got two bonuses that are coming, like, we are on the brink of two of them. So I'll tell you what they are. So um, on the podcast uh, here on Podbean and Spotify all around, we are at 22.2 thousand patrons. Um, the way, sorry, followers. Sorry, my bad. Patrons, I wish. <laughs> that would be amazing. I was about to say, when did that happen? <laughs> Um, so once we get to the 25K, which um, the forecast suggests that we will get to the 25K right at the end of the month, which is amazing. So Carly Geis's episode will be dropped once we get to the 25K. And we also have a goal of 10K followers for Harmony Montgomery's case on TikTok to our new TikTok account which I know for a fact we will get there because I've been working it like you wouldn't believe. We're just a little under 4,400, 4,400 more to go. Not too hard to get 10K on, on uh, TikTok. Yes, it is. It's been a lot of work, but that's okay. We'll get there. Um, and then the other two. So we're only about 3,000, maybe 2.9 thousand until we get to the Springfield 3 which is 10K followers on Facebook. And then, of course, as you all know, the 1,800 patrons for Twitch Boss. Now, we're slowly getting there. We're going a snail's pace. So if you guys do want this episode to be dropped, become patrons. $2 a month, minimally. Uh, FYI, I'm going to give you guys a heads up now. As of January 1st, and no, this does not include our current patrons, but as of January 1st, our price is going to be increasing from the $2 patron to $5. So if you guys are not patrons yet and you're thinking about it, do it now before the price goes up in January. The reason the price is going up is because we have over 50 episodes. So right away, as soon as you become a patron, you have access to 50 episodes. So I'm thinking $5 is good. I think that's a, a good round number for that, for our new people. So that's an FYI on that side of things. And by then we'll have even more right. than 50. We'll have way more than that. And we'll obviously keep continuing. So unfortunately, like all good things, uh, they all, you know, prices have to go up a little bit because there is going to be so many episodes and we're going to be rounding out probably at the end of this year or at least early in January, season three and starting season four. So we'll have four seasons available and, you know, probably like 60 episodes on the patron side by that point in time. So it's like, so $5, I don't think that's, that's too much, uh, you know, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yay, we're going to be doing all that wonderful jazz, so I cannot wait for you guys to see all that come forward. And um, on TikTok, um, every day, so not every day, but every few days, 
I don't know if you guys have noticed this on the new TikTok account, which is called Freaked Out LL, by the way. Lots of fakes already pretending to be me. Uh, it is not Freaked Out IL. It is not Freaked Out IL1. It is Freaked Out LL. Freaked Out Liz Landon. Freaked Out Landon Liz. Whatever which way you want to think about it. It's two L's, one for me, one for Landon. So just remember that that is the tag. And um, on there, we've been doing a lot of cold cases that I feel like need some attention. We did a little boy by the name of Byron Cummins. Oh, my God. Like, you guys don't even want to even know about what happened there. But basically, this kid was murdered in his home. There's evidence that he was murdered in his home. And nobody has served any justice, served time for this. No, no one's guilty. It's unsolved because I don't even know. And this happened in 1994. So poor little Byron, um, I did a I did a little uh, video for him, and uh, I felt it. I felt, dude, the guy that hurt him, the one that killed him. Watch that video. So yes, score. Um, I'm hoping I make a difference there, and then I'm going to be doing Jasmine. What's Jasmine's last name? My goodness, why is it at the tip of my tongue here? Robinson. Thank you. I'm working on Jasmine Robinson right now. Oh my God. Um, with her, she has a very hard time trusting people, so she's not like verbal diarrhea. So she's given me a little bit, which I will share with you guys probably tomorrow. Um, another case, this one's not that cold. It's, it was from 2019, but it was a 27-year-old girl who just vanished, and she was six months pregnant with a little girl. So, yeah, we're going to keep on going. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think that's all we have for today, unless anyone has any more questions for us before we leave. And what's wrong with these pillars? I have no idea. We will definitely stay uh, safe, Kimmy. We definitely uh, stay safe. Like Liz said, we went, we did as much as we could for the um, Jennifer Cassie case. Sadly, we can't do any more because I'm not going into an alligator infested water with poisonous snakes and neither is Liz. So we're not going to go, uh, unfortunately, do that because then we won't be able to help anybody because we'll be killed by the alligators. So uh, if there's like trained diving professionals that want to go in that lake, then they are more than welcome to go down there. But we've done as much as we can for that case. We'll never go back there again. We're not going to be involved in any of that again. And we're going to move on to other cases and stay safe and not get in any sort of uh predicaments yes that's the word i was looking for predicaments right miss diy people are crazy they they are i wonder if they're you know what there there is people there is people i've seen them uh you know all around specifically when you live in certain areas certain regions like you get used to it i'm sure that like um who's steve Irwin's son you know, he plays like his dad with alligators all the time. He would be probably feel comfortable going in that water, maybe. But I'm not. I do not have. I'm not trying to get death rolled by an alligator. Like, no, thank you. And Liz doesn't even like to really go underwater <laughs> and do any of that, let alone try to get in scuba gear and dive down to the bottom of a lake with alligators. Oh, no. I refuse to go into any sort of beach environment even, either. I'm afraid of the sharks. I'm afraid of the sharks all over the place. Like, well, luckily there's no sharks in there because that's a lake, so that they wouldn't one, get yes, in there. But I mean, I would. Oh, in the ocean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what, Miss DIY? Maybe somebody can send it off to them. The diving with the purpose. I know who exactly who you're talking about. They may go. They're willing to dive in any kind of water and elements and stuff. So, um, 
the size of the lake though like when you're there like even on that picture it does not do it justice it is so huge like looking out at it i'm like this would take months to dive through like not even just the fact of how big the lake is obviously the alligators the poisonous snakes you have to be worried for um also like just the the stuff that's in there like there's tons of lily pads all around the front of it like in the middle of it there's a bunch of allergies so i can't imagine what's like deeper in the water like there's probably seaweed and all kinds of stuff that's very very distracting so um I would say that it would take a very long time to comb through if there is even anything left. Well, there you go. See, they already have better equipment than I have. So there you go. They might be able to do something. Yeah, all that extra shit that costs thousands and thousands of dollars that we just don't have to put towards that kind of equipment. That is like, that's what we're talking about. Like, we would want to work with people like that from all different backgrounds. So, like, I'd love to work with this team, especially in some of these areas where these bodies like Jennifer Cassie's would be in these lakes and stuff like that where I don't have the equipment. Me and Liz don't have the equipment to go down there or even just taking a boat out and kind of putting it over the water to try to detect anything. So I'd totally work with a team for that and they go down and dive and confirm or deny the information. I also wanted to let you guys know, I didn't tell anyone this, I didn't even tell Landon this, but like I, there's there are some counties in certain areas that like when you're searching like missing person cases, if you they, they'll be like, if you have a tip, please submit here and you can click it and submit. So I have been posting, like giving them my TikToks, like here's a link to my TikTok, here's a tip. Like, so I've been doing that too a little bit, not that they'll use my information, but I've been trying. So that they can take all the credit. That's exactly what they do. That's what they do. They take the credit. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I appreciate it, and I hope you guys have a wonderful night. And for those of you who didn't get to listen to all of it, this will be uploaded right after this live. Take care, guys. And stay freaked out.